The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk. We were talking about cannabis earlier on and the plan in Germany to legalise it. We're going to speak in just a minute to Thomas Sparrow, who's correspondent in Germany. But I was saying that we have effectively done that in Ireland through apathy and default because the smell of weed on the streets of Dublin and in other cities to a lesser degree uh, is all pervasive right now. Not a fan of the smell either, Jonathan, but I think weed should be legalised as a texture for adults to grow and use in their own homes or designated spaces. It could be taxed and regulated and control taken away from gangsters. Uh, Deck got in contact to say teenagers smoking weed outside a supermarket yesterday in Sandyford. I could smell it 50 yards away once I got out of my car. Walked up to the main door, it was very smelly. Made me wonder if I could show up, if in, if I could show up in a roadside test for secondhand smoke. I don't take drugs, but I wonder, am I inhaling it at locations such as this? Uh, Demo's in Germany. Aya Demo, he says, the official steps towards legalising marijuana just reflect the reality on the ground. As in Ireland, it's been smoked openly in Germany for years. You can smell it everywhere you go. Uh, another texter says, I have a 15-year-old son who tells me he can get an illegal drug in 20 minutes, but would find it difficult to get a can of beer. A drug illegal for him, but not for all. Current policy isn't working. And one more on this. Cannabis certainly not de facto decriminalised. We still have users being brought before the courts for trifling amounts, taking up court time, which should be focused on processing violent criminals currently menacing our cities. True decriminalisation would free up valuable Garda and court time to pursue actual dangerous criminals. Keep the text coming into us and we'll talk more about this now. Thomas Sparrow uh, is in Germany, first of all. Um, what are the Germans proposing to do, Thomas? Nice to talk to you. And basically the draft law, and it's important to stress that it's a draft law, would make it legal for adults, so people over 18 years old, to possess up to 25 grams of cannabis and also to cultivate up to three plants for personal use. Uh, There will also be so-called cultivation associations or social groups and people who would like to consume cannabis would have to be part of one of these association or social clubs. So here in Germany, they call them, if I'm translating it correctly, cannabis social clubs. Now, one important element here, this is only the plan that has been approved by the coalition government. It's still not in, in law. This is something that will happen after a long debate Here in Germany, the government is expecting uh, that it could become law by the end of the year. And that has to do with the fact that there is a very big debate here in the country and also a lot of opposition to the plans that were presented by the government. Inevitably, there would be because people have been conditioned throughout their lives that drugs are bad. And indeed, many drugs are appalling uh, and the impact that they have. But how widespread is cannabis use on the street in Germany? It's one thing about moving it to a club, but do you have the same problem in many cities there of smelling cannabis on the street? So under current German law, and that's what the government wants to change, it is illegal to buy cannabis but not consume it. And what the government is saying is that their new proposals would actually be in line with reality. And uh, government figures that were released said that over 4 million adults, in fact, 4.5 million adults, used cannabis at least once in the last year. So basically, the policy that the government is trying to present is, according to them, in line with consumption reality. However, opposition politicians and several organizations are saying that these plans are irresponsible, that it would drive up consumption, that it would be a mental and physical health problem, especially for young adults, that it would create unnecessary bureaucracy, that it would create all sorts of issues related to to this. 
that are now being dealt with under the current situation. So you have these sort of two groups, if you want, in Germany, those who believe that this is that this is a step towards a more progressive policy and those who believe that this is actually creating more problems than solutions. Okay, Thomas Sparrow in Germany. Thanks very much for that. Uh, To talk about this from an Irish perspective, Dr. Bobby Smith is a child psychiatrist and addiction specialist, as well as being a clinical professor with Trinity College Dublin. Gino Kenny uh, is the People Before Profit Solidarity TD for Dublin Midwest. Uh, Bobby Smith, first of all, if I can come to you, uh, do you agree with me that this has effectively happened anyway, that we we have um, normalised the use of cannabis on the streets and it has been decriminalised? I suppose I wouldn't buy into that quite as bluntly as, as you've put it. But uh, yeah, it's certainly been moves in that direction. Societal attitudes to drug use, not just cannabis, cocaine certainly as well, have softened. Um, the, um, the, the sort of social barriers that, that, were, that used to be there towards use seem to be gradually diminishing. People's perception of the risk of cannabis particularly has declined against a backdrop of pretty relentless campaigning by people like uh, Deputy Kenny telling people that cannabis is really a medicine that is pretty harmless, um, telling them to, to, to disrespect the laws ultimately, that the laws don't work and, and so on, when we know that they do. Um, so uh, against the backdrop of really pro-cannabis messaging for at least a decade now, yeah, there is a growing sense out there that it's sort of half normalised. But still, Mm. it's only a small minority of people who use cannabis. It's probably um, across the entire population of Ireland, across the 5 million people, there's maybe 150,000 who've used it in in the last year. Uh, But the point is that you smell it, uh, it it kind of assaults you in the nose if you're not the one smoking it and you're near somebody who is. Gino Kenny, um, when you when we talk about cannabis being freely available, I mean it is freely available, and we'd be fooling ourselves to think that we're any way different to Germany. Yeah, I mean, obviously, we in this country, cannabis is still illegal to possess um, and use. I mean, there are those that use cannabis it will still be kind of up, you know, before the court. So that kind of system is, uh, you know, not working. And we have had six decades of cannabis prohibition that cr- keeps criminalizing people for using cannabis. And that essentially hasn't worked. So we need to do it, you know, a different, do something very different. So Germany are kind of leading the way in this. And it's kind of very kind of welcome that now, you know, uh, the German government are saying, look, we need to kind of do something that we haven't done before and look at more kind of regulation rather than kind of driving this underground. So, and I do take exception to Dr. Smith, what he just said. I've never, ever said that cannabis is harmless. You know, I've never, ever said that. And if he, if, if, Show me where I've ever, ever said that. I've okay, never. Well, ever I'm, said I'm not. I'm, I'm not sure if Dr. Bobby Smith was accusing you personally, but I think he's saying that. Well, there he, are did, people he, out did, there. he did. He did. He did. He did. He said All right. that I said cannabis is harmless. I've never ever said that. Okay, Bobby Smith, do you want to respond to that? Certainly, the messaging from the cannabis legalization lobby is that cannabis is low risk there, and there's massive exaggeration about uh, purported health benefits. Referring to cannabis as a medicine is a nonsense, and doctors across the world. Uh, but it has medicinal purposes in certain circumstances. You have to acknowledge that, well, Jonathan. I mean, how many plants have you encountered in your life that have been prescribed to you by a doctor? This is twenty twenty three. We don't prescribe plants anymore. We identify the chemicals within the plant, and there's cannabidiol, which is one of the chemicals within the cannabis plant that has certain 
medical utility for children with really severe forms of epilepsy. Beyond that, the evidence is pretty flimsy for any other chemical within the plant cannabis. But we don't refer to parent plants, which are the origins of medicines, as, as medicines themselves. But it's been a deliberate strategy by the cannabis legalization lobby, and it shouldn't surprise anyone. It's the exact same people pushing who are pushing medical cannabis who are now pushing legalization, because the agenda always was legalization. But, uh, but- yeah, but at the same time, you have to reflect the reality in society, Bobby Smith. There are people who are using this drug. You're dealing with them. Some of them uh, get addicted to it and get addicted to other medicine or Absolutely, other other illegal yeah. drugs afterwards. Uh, but there are there are a lot of people out there who aren't addicted to it. Um, yeah, it's probably about one third of people who use cannabis regularly will develop a dependence on it. That means two thirds don't. But that's part of the reason we prohibit people from using cannabis. We prohibit people from engaging in behaviours that are associated with a lot of risk because we don't want people uh, to uh, encounter addiction. Where they do encounter it, we need to provide good treatment to them. We need to accept that there's always going to be some people who break laws, who engage in behaviours that we prohibit. There will be some people who drive their car without their seatbelt. The fact that there are some people who ignore that particular rule doesn't mean we just repeal the rule. The majority of people do obey the rules most of the time. And that's why doctors, not just me, but doctors globally, the American Medical Association opposes cannabis legalization. The German Medical Association has been clear in its opposition to these plants, as have German organizations of pediatricians. Doctors recognize this is going to increase health problems. Gino Kenny, it's not low risk. It will increase health problems. No, I disagree. I mean, the momentum at the moment across not only in in Europe, across the world, is looking at different approaches in relation to cannabis use. And cannabis will be used whether it's legal or not. So uh, the system that we have at the moment, there's no regulation. The black market essentially controls cannabis. So are we kind of saying that we should allow that to happen? I would say, look, we need to do something different and we need more regulation uh, because the moment cannabis is a controlled drug, essentially what that means is that it can only be controlled by the state. But in reality, it's controlled by the black market. So why allow that to happen? So if you have more regulation um, and you have control over a substance, then you will have better kind of authority on it. Um, and that's a better system. And we've seen across Europe, as I said, different parts of the world are looking at something very different. And if people want to keep criminalising people for using cannabis, bringing them through the courts, send them to prison, you know, they better be able to kind of stand up and say, look, that system is, is a better system than we have now. We've six decades of prohibition that doesn't work. And let's be honest with everybody, you know, let's do something different and let's kind of have a fresh approach to relation to not only cannabis use, but for other drugs as well. But Bobby Smith, I can walk out of the studio I'm in right now and within 30, what, 10 seconds, I can access um, something that is addictive. It is uh, something that will cause liver damage. It causes depression. It can cause multiple issues uh, with me if I consume it. Uh, but it's perfectly legal for me to buy alcohol. So what's different between cannabis and alcohol? Alcohol is responsible probably for more deaths than, than anything else in this country. Yeah, because it's legal. Because it's legal. Yeah, no, but so why, why, can, why shouldn't we legalise cannabis like it? Oh, because uh, there's, uh, one and a, what is it, uh, one and a half thousand people a year dying from alcohol. Say, let, let's, let's legalise more substances because 
because we've legalised alcohol. That's a nonsense. But it reflects argument. the reality that people will drink. Well, it reflects the reality that people will drink alcohol. I mean, I'm including myself in that. Sure, and I drink alcohol, but it causes devastating levels of harm. It's the actual proof for anyone who doubts the degree of ongoing damage that you get in the presence of a legal regulated market. You get the staggering levels we know of, from, we, of damage. We know from America, prohibition didn't work when it came to alcohol. And prohibition result, of alcohol actually did work. The health harms of alcohol did reduce. What didn't reduce yeah, it was great was for the, the gangsters. Was, great, yeah, yeah yes, great for the gangsters, yes. great for the criminals. And, and Jonathan, what I'd say about that, the, the key learning from prohibition in America is that after you've legalised something, after you've created a regulated market and created a huge number of customers, you can't then change your mind and decide, actually, that was a mistake. So legalising cannabis and other drugs will be a one-way street. Okay. I need to give Gina Kenny the very last word on this. Um, there is a risk that once you... Let the rabbit out of the hat that you can't put it back in. Uh, and if it turns out that it is a disaster and we have more than 140, 150,000 people smoking cannabis regularly, it'll create pressures that will hit our health service. Do you know, Kenny, what do you say to that briefly? Man, the, the rabbit is out of the hat already, Jonathan. Um, cannabis is probably the most consumed illicit drug, for want of a better word, uh, under the Controlled uh, Misuse of Drugs Act. Uh, it's, it's readily available. Um, not everybody will use cannabis. In fact, the vast majority of people will never use cannabis. And those that use cannabis will never have any problems whatsoever. You know, but at the moment, that is largely controlled by the black market, which is hugely profitable and it brings into all, it brings young people into, into kind of in criminality. So why allow that to happen? If you okay. look at some different systems around the world, they have come up with a different model and that model essentially works. All right, and that's what they're doing in Germany. Uh, Thomas yep. Barrow from uh, German Correspondent, first of all, and then Gino Kenny, People Before Profit Solidarity TD, Dr. Bobby Smith, Child Psychiatrist and Addiction Specialist. Uh, thank you all very much for joining us at Throwing It Open to our listeners. Uh, what we're doing right now doesn't seem to be working. What could happen next might not work. What do we do? 53106 for 30 cents, 087 1400 for your uh, what? The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk.